Hello and welcome to This Dummy, the podcast about dumb things, fun things, and another thing. I'm your host, David Clark, and this week, Jacob and I tackle the Super Bowl with Lady Gaga, blitz the media with Kiki Palmer, and call an audible with Beyonce. We call all the shots, rip all the spots, rock all the rocks. Hello. Hey. Oh, you look quite studious. Hold on one second. Oh, I've been reading. Let me tell you. Yeah. Let's. Well, we should. Let's start reading. That's. That's what I should say. Yeah. You need a full <laughs> review, a full accounting uh-huh. of what happened. Whew. Well, we just got done with that uh, halftime performance by Lady Gaga, mm-hmm. Super Bowl Fifty One, mm-hmm. sponsored you? by the Pepsi Zero Sugar halftime show, and I think that is appropriate because there was zero. There was zero. She was giving me zero sugar, zero flavor. There was no it sweetness. It was not sweet. It was mm-hmm. yeah, not at all. It's appropriate yeah. that Tony Bennett introduced her because that was a diabetic performance. Yes. So, I mean, what were we expecting with this performance? Really, were you expect? Did you have high expectations? I mean, going into it, did I mean we kind of scratched our head when it was announced that she was actually going to be the Super Bowl halftime performer. But you know, what did you think? Sincerely, I was really hoping that by the time we talked about this, we would be talking about how good it was. Like I was kind mm-hmm. there was a part of me that was holding out because there was a time when she could put on a show and she's talented, she can sing, she can dance. But man, she busted out that pink hat. She's been promoting that damn Joanne album all like fall. And so I was really worried we were going to get a lot of, um, more reasons than we got just the million but it just it wasn't there it didn't connect she did not call Lorianne like we needed her to yeah she didn't call Lorianne she didn't even call joanne she didn't even play any <laughs> she, she played one song from joanne but right. um you know it just came off and it just felt really flat i had you know i kind of felt the same way i had my reservations about it but i had high hopes that she was going to deliver something spectacular because honestly i think that she really needed this performance to kind of pull her out from her sort of like stagnant state that she's been in. And I think that really, if you look at it, she was playing, you know, a lot of her hits from fame monster. And that's really just calling attention to the fact that she, it's been a minute, many hits since then. I mean, had this been four, five years ago and she performed, it would have been fire. Yeah. It would have been great. Would have been nothing but the hits, but you're right. This is coming gone. And like, I feel like too, she kind of really like, kind of like shot over the moon with the Victoria's Secret performance. Cause she did like a medley of songs too. But I guess those are more from her Joanne, uh, her, her new, her latest album, Joanne. So she, maybe that's why she didn't feel like she could perform any of those. I don't know. But it, it like, like you said, I just didn't feel like it had any kind of oomph, any kind of edge, you know, and she even had a opportunity to get kind of political, but she stayed really, really far away from any reference to Trump or the election or anything. No. So, I mean, she sang God Bless America right from the top, which the top of the stadium at that, which I was like, this is well, not your Well, I song. feel like that was pre-recorded from the top of the stadium because that I, she did like a, a, a midway, you know, after she did the song, she kind of did a midway Peter Parker, Spider-Man shimmy <laughs> down to the like 
you know, down to the stage. And I feel like that was only midway. I don't think she really launched off the top of that bad boy. True. That was a trick. That was a perfect illusion um, Mm -hmm. into that, like, Mad Max aerial routine. Like, first Mm -hmm. of all, leave those tricks to Pink. She's a trained gymnast and then, like, an aerialist, and she can pull that off. Get in the silks, okay? Do you Leave the silks to Pink. Did you ever watch Punky Brewster? Yes. There. Do you remember that episode where everybody's taking the tap the tap dance class and Punky Brewster really wanted to tap with the rest of them in the recital, but she had two left feet, and oh, so no. she was she was worried that the teacher was not going to let her be in the show. And then the teacher told Henry, "She's like, don't worry, all my still. Why do I remember this like verbatim? I don't but know. She was <laughs> like, we in in my in my class." All the kids dance in the recital, so she let Punky be the bee in the recital, where everyone else is tap dancing on the on the floor. But she is like harnessed into this like contraption where she's hoisted up above everyone else, just kind of like jimmying her feet, but not dancing because she can't. That's what it looked like. Her feet couldn't reach the ground for the choreography. Yeah, she she's yeah, doing she was poker face and she couldn't reach the ground. I was like, okay, well, yeah. someone needs to snip the cords. Yeah, it was kind of a dingle dangle along the stage there. Speaking of which, did you see the Tim- Tiffany's commercial that uh, aired with her in it before? Yeah, I'm empowered and pretentious. Lady Gaga for tif- Tiffany's. Right. And, you know, I don't, I, I really don't see any sort of synergy between her and Tiffany's. I don't understand what the, the I mean, but that's just, I mean, I, I don't see the connection between putting her in the Super Bowl halftime show either. Like, there's just sort of a disconnect on, for both of those for me. But yeah, you know, she, she was playing the harmonica with the jangle jangle of her, you know. It was all her, kinds uh, of dichotomy. Bracelet. Like, mm-hmm. put the harmonica, like, is that a Tiffany harmonica? I'll bet you it's not. Put it down. So. It doesn't make sense with the brand. It doesn't make sense with, like, who are you trying to connect with? Right. And she was trying to give us Audrey Hepburn goes to the Grand Old Ar- Opry or something with no. that uh, harmonica session. I mean, no. Mm-mm. Yeah, she was giving us Audrey Hepburn needs to go back to the drawing board. She's just grasping <laughs> at every straw that she has. And, you know, like you said, it's been a smooth five years since she really, like, tore up a stage. And mm-hmm. this didn't. This performance didn't do her any favors. Yeah, she just pulled out like the Labutin spikes and put them on her shoulder. Tried to jam on the guitar for a couple minutes there for a second. Right, she busted up the guitar for Just Dance. You know, yeah. I really held my breath. I thought my heart was going to explode when she started in on Telephone. I was like, Beyonce's there. Oh, oh, right. Well, this, that's the only. That's the only part where my heart kind of skipped a beat for a minute because I was like, uh oh, can you do this? Okay, all right, let's wait for it. And it never really happened. Right. And that was a stunt. That was totally, that was a, some, a little bit of emotional terrorism on, on God. That was terrorism. That's not yeah. fair. She really drew us in with that knowing good and well. Her visa's is revoked. <laughs> She's on the ban. Gone. I'm banning her. That's right. For that kind of terrorism. Steve Bannon, go ahead, take that one. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that monster got through. Um,. I'm glad she still knew, like, the steps to Born This Way. Like, some of the old choreography was there. It was a little but dusty. Did Lori get a check? Uh, did you think, do you think that Lori Ann was watching just sort of, like, with her wine glass? She, yeah. Like, she was having, like, a scandal viewing party at home. Big definitely. glass of red and some popcorn Super and pajamas. laughing. Mm-hmm. Cackling. Should have never got rid of me. Mm-mm. I mean, that's really all she's, she's got are uh, Lori Ann's boom cats. Yeah. We haven't had anything since. I mean, and if you if you compare this to last year's performance by Beyonce of Formation, it was hot. It was fresh. She dropped the video. Did, has she not learned? Has Gaga not learned 
that she should have, she really could have taken this opportunity to release a banger, like a new single, like completely in a different lane, completely different from this kind of like honky tonk sessions that totally. she's done with Joanne. Yeah. So, you know, you know, we appreciate the, uh, you know, the effort and your artistic integrity, but it's just not working, boo. It was a and perfect opportunity for a reset. Yeah, it's like, please leave the ranch and get back onto the dance floor. She could have had a new single video. She could have pulled a formation on us, but she did not. She was out of formation. No, instead she dazzled us with like, now that's what I'll call magic halftime show. Like, Mm -hmm. it was a little bit Bowie. I mean, I I will say this to find something nice to say. I did like her styling. I wasn't mad at that like crystal jumpsuit she was wearing. No, it it wasn't bad. But again, here's the thing, like, I feel like she might have done better, or maybe maybe she would have gotten more iTunes hits from this. I don't know. We'll see what happens with the iTunes chart tomorrow. But um, you know, the Joanne album is perfect for the NFL Super Bowl viewing set. I mean, it's kind of got a little country, a little rock and roll. I mean, she should have just kept working those Daisy Dukes and the ripped T-shirt. Situation. I guess so. In the fringe, still working yeah. in, you know, her, you know, party fame monster hits. I don't know. It just seemed like it was uh, there was a disconnect there. But uh, yeah, yeah, I there was a big the disconnect. Sure. I feel like sure. when she busted out the piano for a million reasons, she really just brought the whole thing to a stop. Like, don't like the the Super Bowl halftime show isn't the time for the acoustic piano rendition of mm-hmm. your sleeper song that may yeah. be a hit, maybe catchy, but like it's too sleepy. It's, like, don't yeah. dazzle us with up close magic. It should be the biggest thing we've ever seen. It should be huge. It should be like yeah, at least like on a like a giant piano breakdown from telephone, and then start trying to tickle the ivories in a slow number. Although she was giving us, I mean, luckily, thank goodness, <clears throat> she didn't give us any uh, revealing nipple moments. But she was giving us a lot of crotch as she was on that piano. Like, could she just sit down and you know? <laughs> she was man spreading. Right. I told you that when she performed on SNL, she performed those Joanne songs on SNL. Was telling you she was giving us some curious crotch business. Well, she was on top of the piano. Was she not? She, I don't even think she was playing the piano. She got on top of the piano, p- piano, and sat down and 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 sang those Joanne songs, didn't she? I, it was indecent. I it was yeah, indecent. There was a, she kind of no. like she kind of pulled it back around for Bad Romance. That was a big big finish. But still, like, yeah. not enough magic. I mean, she had the costume change. She brought out the zombie football dance brigade. Everyone's all white. It's like a lot of sassy snaps and hip swinging. But even so, it still kind of felt like high school musical. Yeah. Oh, well. But who who would have... I mean, the thing is, they do have a limited pool of people that they could have chosen to perform at this role. Do you think... Do you, do you have any ideas of who could have been better than and then Gaga? Or who would have maybe been more appropriate? Would have brought us brought us more show. Hmm. I mean, I'm not mad at Gaga as a choice. There's a version of Gaga that could have slayed this. She just didn't show up. Mm-hmm. Um, but what the thing is, that version needed another hit album, you know, with hit right. songs, and she just doesn't have it in her her arsenal, really. Yeah, and that's what the problem is. I even think that maybe Rihanna might have fared a little bit better. Oh yeah, Rihanna would have been great. Rihanna yeah. would have been great, actually. She pulled out. She kind of did a mini version of that for the VMAs this year when she got her like, right. lifetime achievement. Please award use them. I mean, don't try to do it live, but <laughs> it's not, and don't and dive off the ceiling. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we will all yeah. understand. Um, I just don't like Beyonce's done the Super Bowl like five years in a row already. I don't mm-hmm. know how anyone can show up now and do anything less than what she did. Like she right. reset the model. 
Yeah. Bring I think the next year they're going to have to, there's going to have to be like an incubation period of talent. I don't think we have enough pop artists really that would, I mean, other than maybe, maybe Rihanna, maybe they'll choose Rihanna. Next I think year. Rihanna could do it. Sure. I think even Taylor Swift could have done it conceivably. Oh, totally. Taylor Swift could do it. Yeah. And that would be a big old Super Bowl hit because people love her. But I think next year is probably going to be like Bruce Springsteen or freaking Billy Joel or something like that. I think they're going to have a mishmash of different people in there. I don't think they're just going to have one person headlining it. So I think. Yeah. I'm surprised she didn't have any special guests except for Tony Bennett up top. Right. He mm. wasn't about to put his paws up. No, no, no. Mm-mm. Um, did you catch any any commercials that were any good? Uh, the only commercial I, ha- I saw a few. Well, during the pregame, there was a Scientology commercial. Did you catch that one? No, I did not. There was like an uh, an e-reader and there wasn't any volcanoes or anything, but I definitely saw an e-reader and people auditing each other. Uh, yeah, Scientology commercial during the Super Bowl. That Happy was to weird. say I missed that. <laughs> um, and uh, what there were there I haven't been any standouts yet. I mean, we just saw the halftime show. Did you see any? Did you anything? No, jump out at you. I guess all the good ones come in the second half. We're we're recording right after the halftime show performance. All the commercials are going to be on YouTube, so no need to stick around for that to drag yourself through the torture. But the only one that really stood out for me so far is that Christopher Walken and Justin Timberlake were in a commercial together for uh, mm-hmm. like a buy antioxidant like acai berry oh, juice right. or whatever it is. Because you'll sign up for anything that that pulls an in sync. Bye bye bye. You, you know, ordinarily, yeah. Except I was a little miffed that it's just Justin Timberlake. And I'm like, you need to make sure you send the other four of those guys a check. Because you're the yeah, only one in this commercial. But back you, together. you didn't sing all them bye-bye-byes yourself. Wait, you know what? Justin Timberlake would actually be a pretty good halftime performer, I think. You think so? He could get the band back together. I think so. Well, well the new band for Justin think, Timberlake is the Tennessee Kids. And before you complete that thought, I need to Well, I, I need to need direct of, you to his Netflix concert special, which is streaming oh, I saw, now. I saw it. Oh, I can I tell from your eyebrows. Did you love it? I did not love it, any moments of it. it okay, was good. So, yeah. It just reeked of his of ego and i just couldn't i couldn't that's and where I wouldn't. we are with him all ego i agree a hundred percent yeah I, I was not i was not here for it at all also i will say in this uh by energy this commercial that he was in for the super bowl he was straight swagger jacking jadena's style he oh yes just like classic man yeah what kind of relaxer is he using First yes, of all, a little, there is a, definitely some just for me up there. Of course. Um, and, and now that he's got the facial hair, his edge is controlled. It's a hundred percent classic man. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't yeah. feeling that. Why are people sleeping on Jadena? Why are they sleeping on him? I don't know. He's got, a, he's got, a, he's had a few hits. I mean, he's classic got, man. Yeah. He was a on little Insecure bit more. This year. He was on Insecure. Yeah. And he's got actually, he actually has a new single out this, this week. Look at Let's that. Let's listen to it. There we go. Now you're looking at a man that's on a mission Blindsided cause your man don't got no vision Enemies trying to pack us in the prison Are we gonna pack up in that old Honda Civic? Yeah, yeah, oh, and no pray Yeah, yeah, why they looking at the waves? Yeah, yeah, y'all can bring it all away Yeah, yeah, but all oh, no, you won't All oh, no, you won't Yeah, I'm running late, so just meet me at the let out Y'all trying to get in, but I'm trying to get yeah, I mean that one's a little bit more grimy. I, he, I just looked over the Spotify. It doesn't look like he's a, released an album yet, so maybe maybe that's why. Maybe, he's in that you know, weird Janelle Monae space. 
Yeah, exactly. He's uh, in Wonderland Productions yeah. with uh, Miss Monet. So they need to get an album out for that man. Get it together, please. Get it together. Don't let Justin swagger jack you. No. Anyway, I do think that maybe Justin, it could be a fun show, but please leave. You know, um, the Ray Crew and the Chew uh, Tennessee Kids. <laughs> yeah. Off to the side. I need. I need some choreography. I need. I need Joey Fatone and Lance and JC to uh and chris to be launched out of an air cannon exactly i need that i need the union i need the bye 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 choreography you know give me all that it could be a whole reality moment from the time that they like announced that nsync is getting back together for a halftime show Mm -hmm. reunion you could do like a reality boot camp where everybody gets their shape gets their like wind up right gets back in shape so they can hit the muffin tops down please and thank you yeah yeah That would be nice. You know, well, I guess Britney and, and NSYNC, they did they did the Super Bowl with Aerosmith back in the day. Or was it that a part of the MTV pre-show? No, that was, that was the halftime show. It was them, okay, that was the halftime NSYNC, show? Britney, Aerosmith, and Nelly, I think. Okay, so all the kids were there. The whole I, maybe, gang. maybe they should just get the kids back together. Well, minus Nelly and Aerosmith. But uh, I think Britney... Nelly could do Britney, it. Britney, Britney Nelly could do her very it. own, I think. Well, no, she needs a lot of, you know, repetitive you know, routine, which, you know, Vegas provides. I don't know. The, the Super Bowl might be a little too much. Might be too much. You think so? For, she could just Britney. do, she could cut and paste her Vegas show. Britney could do it. That's true. Maybe, maybe. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Anyway. Well, Salt Beyonce me. was sidelined this year, uh, but maybe it's because she had a big major announcement. Oh, really? Like, week. what could that have been? What's Beyonce up to? What's she been doing? I have no idea. Keeping a low profile, probably minding her own business. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Just working on her house or, you know. Sure. Catching up on how to get away with murder. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Just like but, us. But <laughs> just, she's just like us, everybody. Except she announced this week that she is expecting twins. In a very Beyonce way, she silently dropped it on Instagram. With a very um, uh, Virgin Mary esque uh, Instagram photo of herself. I love that she just blows up the internet every single time she does something. Yeah, she just kind of like sprinkles her little magic dust on the internet, and it just explodes. Mm-hmm. And then she doesn't say shit about it. She's like, I'm just gonna. And, and it was on February first, the beginning of Black History Month. So Which, she was like, thank here you. Here you go. Thank You're welcome. You. We needed this, like the irrepressible we- black magic of it all. In these mm-hmm. troubled Trump times, we need some good news during Black History Month. We did. We definitely did. And she gave it to us. She gave it to us. Yeah. And then she followed up the next couple of days with a full-on pregnancy spread. I, I, I've seen like 10 photos now. I mean, yeah, it's a lot. Um, Different outfits, new hair, the whole thing, the whole nine yards. <laughs> Uh, I feel like first and foremost, I want to say congratulations because that is wonderful news. Good for Beyonce. Good for the Carters. Um, but selfishly i'm gonna say that i don't like it we're not gonna get a concert or an album for at least two years for at least two years she's gonna be gone yeah she's gonna be off the map i'm glad i saw the formation tour because this is it maybe she's gonna drop some b-sides b-e-y sides yeah uh, in a couple months i'm sure to tide us over hopefully yeah i would say like we're gonna get maybe some like softer maternalistic beyonce a la madonna circa bedtime stories or ray of light maybe maybe it's gonna we'll get something like that 
where she's sitting down and like a lot of hand movements, like an yeah. ethereal wonder. Um, yeah. I gotta say, Blue from um, self-titled Beyonce album a couple years ago is probably one of my favorite Beyonce songs of all time, which yeah. is definitely pregnancy spawned. But yep. we're not going to see Sasha Fierce anytime soon. No, we're not. We're not getting any Sasha Fierce. No. Yeah, forget that. But don't fret. I mean, there is Coachella is still on the on the calendar. Now, how she's going to do this, I mean, she's going to, you know, she's just going to get in one of those sort of uh, Forever 21 uh, hippie moo-moos, I guess. I don't and know. she's just going she's gonna to do her thing. I feel like that is just an administrative error at this point. Like, that calendar just hasn't been updated. I don't think so she's I, doing Coachella. Okay. So I should not, like, you know... You know, French plate, French braid my hair and put in like you know, uh, a, you know, a Daisy Crown or anything like that, or I, get my uh, suede chucker boots on. For this. I would cancel your Etsy order right now because <laughs> it's yeah. not. She's not going to be there. She's not going to go Mad Maxing into the desert to get dust all up in her uterus. So I can't. I can't put my crocheted uh, crop top on. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. She's going to send Solange in her stead, right? <laughs> They're not going to change any of like the paperwork or the posters. She's just going to send Solange there, and she's going to do cover songs. I'd sign up for that. I, I I'd sign up for Solange headlining Coachella. Well, didn't she already do that? Well, she didn't headline. I, she was just she there. Didn't headline. I don't think they'll allow her to headline. But I mean, yeah, if, if Beyonce doesn't uh, doesn't make it, I wonder who they're going to replace her with. I can tell you who's not concerned about it. Beyonce. Beyonce, because she's still going to get paid. She's still getting that check. Yeah. She she pulled a page out of Kanye West's playbook. She sure did. They must have the same like uh, like in medical insurance doctor claims yeah, or whatever. Exactly. Hmm. Um. So, like, yeah, good for her. Grammys though. We'll her. we'll probably see her next Sunday at the Grammys. I think that is for sure still on the calendar. They're saying that she was she turned up for rehearsal. So, I wonder what she's going to do. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows my bet is that she performs hold up or sorry <laughs> Just something real really? aggro <laughs> i don't know i feel like it's gonna be she's gonna slow it down a bit she's got it i mean she's got to you know she's got to really keep it together i mean she's carrying twins here yeah so i don't, I don't think she's we, not gonna sing ring the alarm and there's no ring the alarm happening hmm. no now what are we even doing here <laughs> what are we doing? What is going on? Well, we're talking about what's been going on. I can't get, you know what? I can't get that Catch Me Outside. That's my favorite my thing. Head. I love it. I love that girl. Uh, I have to, I, I personally it. have to retire the phrase Catch Me Outside. How about that? Because I've used I, it every day at work in the last week, <laughs> but I love it. <laughs> and I love the trap remix. It's fire. It, it's all fire. Let's just, let's listen. We gotta go. Yeah. Hit play. How about that? She's getting any royalties, or Dr. Phil's getting any royalties from this song, Absolutely or is this just not. sort of a a, a mixtape kind of, you know throw it together situation. I don't think anyone's getting paid off this, but we should all just be thankful for the internet that it took care yeah. of this. Yes. I love it. 
I mean, this is what daytime television is all about. Like, it, out of control teens popping mm-hmm. off. Like, remember when Sally Jesse used to send them bad kids to boot camp? Yeah. Yep. This girl would but be when going did to Dr. Phil fall to this level? Because wasn't he always help? Wasn't he helping Oprah Winfrey, you know, and, and her audiences sort of get their lives back on track? It was just more elevated. And he's kind yeah. of. Yeah. He's in Maury territory. Yeah, he's definitely in Maury and Jerry Springer territory. 100%. Yeah. He's helping Shelley Duvall, like, figure out, all, you know, you know, get the cobwebs out of her head. Yeah, she's, like, ghost-busting with Shelley Duvall. It's not mm-hmm. right. And, you know, yeah. after all of this, it got me wondering, like, should I be watching Dr. Phil? Because I don't want to. Honestly, I can't look at his face for more than seven seconds, and the sound of his voice makes my stomach hurt. But that girl's a star. <laughs> She's a star, and she's scheduled to come back, I think, this week for a follow-up. So my DVR is set. So we're set. <laughs> yeah, I love So we'll it. come back next week and re- report on it. But I do have one question about this young lady, and I did watch the clip from Dr. Phil. There – I don't. I didn't know that this was a thing, but um, she has – it seems as though she's got a, a higher-than-normal forehead, which mm. – was done on like it's like she bicked her her widow's peak mm. and it, to give a, a, a smoother line and that was a little bit distracting for me. Did anyone <laughs> I, else notice that? I cannot speak to that. I yeah. don't know. Catch me outside and I'll hit you off with a little bit of lace so we can put like a little yeah. Bring it down a little bit. We're gonna hook her up, but like mm-hmm. of course her name is Danielle. Of course, she's got her accent from the streets. Of course, her eyebrows have some explaining to do. And of course, she shaved her widow's peak. Of course. course. Like, all of that makes perfect sense. She's probably out there trapping. She's trapping Adderall in the food court or something like that. (laughs) So, I can't wait to see what she brings when she comes back. Well, I'm sure she's been practicing more catchphrases. I'm sure. I'm sure. She's probably really feeling her celebrity. Mm -hmm. She's ready. You know who's celebrity I'm not feeling right now? Who's that? Kiki Palmer. Oh, God, I'm glad you brought this up because I really wanted to talk about, I, I, I really feel like we need to talk about Kiki. What is going on what is with going Kiki? on with her? And, and there have been some stunts and shenanigans that I've just kind of just let kind of slide on by. Like, I've seen some paparazzi photos where she's wearing, like, like uh, pleather, fetish gear, cut off shorty shorts and her little cheeks are out. like I, I just don't understand what's happening here she was she was she was just in the spelling bee uh 10 years ago and now she looks like i don't even know she looks like what's loving hip-hop i don't know yes can someone get this girl a seat already this from the spelling bee to love and hip-hop what mm-hmm. happened i don't know what also, is going on here? What is she promoting? She's been on like every talk show in the last week. She was on Wendy. She was on Steve Harvey. She's on The Late Show with James Corden. She's on The View. And I have she's no idea Trey why. She's songs. Mm-hmm. She's mad at she's everybody. Arguing. She's mad at Trey Songs for some reason. He like videotaped her in like a music video and she didn't give him any approval or something like that. And then she's on Wendy. Yeah. And then she really clapped back at Wendy. Although that was kind of funny. That was kind of funny. She got fresh with Wendy. Okay. Let's talk about you and, and Trey Songs. Well, you know, all right. So Ooh, the audience. <laughs> By the way, we tried to call Trey. He's a friend to our show. He yep. wasn't answering his phone. I just wanted to hear what he, he had to anyways. say. Yeah. Um. So Trey Songs used you in a song, and you tell the rest and what all had happened. Well, you know because you done told everybody, especially okay. <laughs> 
to keep broadbeating that one situation. But I will say, Wendy, I would have loved to turn on your show and saw you be a little bit more compassionate and less accusatory and ridiculous. I couldn't. I Why, couldn't. girl? Because well, the would... gag is you wasn't there. Well... She's got some bite now. She does, but she was. there was one time where she was supposed to be Baby Oprah. Remember, it was like Just Kiki. It was like a BET talk show that she had mm-hmm. where a... she was supposed to guide the youth. Right. But nobody should be following her example now. No, because you'll be going down the wrong path if, if you try to put on some pleather shorty shorts. Yeah. Your cheeks hang out. You can catch in her New outside, City too. In December. Exactly. Like, who put does some that? pants on. She should be wearing corduroy and, like, ribbed turtlenecks. Mm-hmm. And she mm-hmm. should be mm-hmm. in school. What's going on? She should learn something, Kiki. Love yourself. Please. I w- <laughs> can we get Monique to get her, like, get her back in line? I feel like Monique could correct her. I don't know. Until Monique corrects the hair on her legs, then she can't talk to anybody, okay? <laughs> she okay. can't have a conversation with anybody. She can't have any type of intervention until someone intervenes on that situation, okay? I see. But yeah. someone does need to talk to her. I don't know who it is, but it's like, she was like, well, Bobby Christina's gone. Someone's got to take up the, you know, the the Black Girl Britney breakdown role. You know what I mean? Right. Guess it's going to be me. There's more to this story. There's, I'm I sure there, there is. Story, obviously. Um, but there's got to be some kind of mental issues. She's like rebelling against her parents who were horrible managers and probably took all of her money. I don't know. Well, there's, her there's mom is to... enabling all of this behavior. And her is dad she? is silent. Yeah, she was on Wendy. She was saying that like her mom is the one taking the pictures of her popping it back. You can see her reflection in the mirror on the camera oh, phone. Man. No, yeah. on the selfie. Yep, behind yeah. the flash. It's not it behind the flash. That's the new. But she's like, still got a job though, right? She's on that Scream Queens. Well, not for long because I think that's going to be canceled soon, right? Yeah, that's about to dry up any second. Okay. Now. Yeah, Ryan Murphy's got too many too many irons in the fire. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with her. I I, I really don't know what to say, other than she does need some assistance from somebody. I I don't know who. Is going to intervene, but someone does. Well, you say Monique, but I say no way. For, well, maybe for, Oprah is coming back to television at just the right time. That's true. She's going to be a special correspondent uh, coming up this fall on 60 Minutes. Is this a good move for her? I think that she needs to come back to network TV. I, I think that like being on the outskirts of OWN has sort of dimmed her sort of like celebrity or her status or recognition, like her recognizability. So I think that this is a good thing. And it also makes her kind of gives her more of an air of like a serious journalist. I think that, you know, probably her interview with Michelle Obama last month was sort of like a test run for yeah. 60 minutes in her. Because that was um, and it was with a, CBS News, right? Yeah, it was a great interview. And, you know, remember, she gave us one of the best interviews of all time with Michael Jackson. Of course. You know, no, Give this is this is where she belongs. This is what she can yeah. do. And she's this got her is, giant statement glasses now and her mm-hmm. like business journal journalism ponytail. Um, That's right. That bountiful pony that she's rocking. So I'm ready. I'm ready for her to come back. Um, obviously, there's going to be like a cross promotional component, probably every segment that she's going to do. It's going to be like, find out more on OWN. Turn it like. Definitely. There'll definitely be some synergy with the OWN Network there. I mean, of course, she's gone to CBS. I mean, her her BFF, Gail King, just inked the contract uh, to extend her stay at CBS, CBS this morning. And thank so, goodness. Thank, thank goodness. Because you know what? That's where I'm going for my morning television now that we yeah. have uh, been bamboozled by NBC. Right. 
I'm, you go to CBS. I'm going to uh, ABC because Robin Roberts is running shit over there. Like they know how oh, to take care of black people. True that. They have done our people wrong over at the Peacock Network. NBC and wasn't up to their old tricks. Week? It was just last week when I sent you a nice email and I said I was sitting in the living room just enjoying my morning. And the nine o'clock hour of NBC came on and Tamarin was there and Al was there and Hootie was a, ge- a special guest uh, anchor, mm-hmm. a fill-in for Billy Bush after Billy Bush has gotten kicked off. Right. And it felt so good. Hootie, Al, and Tamarin. It was like such a beautiful thing. And it didn't even really feel like the casting of the three of them felt. It wasn't like it was like a deliberate sort of like move on NBC to be like the black folks hour. It didn't feel like that at all. It just felt like everybody was having a good time. And I felt like Marjorie in Minnesota was probably watching along with me and just enjoying Hootie. But I think Hootie goes by Darius now. Yeah, yeah Darius I think he went, he went by his I government hit, name. He doesn't like to Hootie be, you know, at he all. doesn't. He doesn't appreciate that. He doesn't hoots. appreciate that. He doesn't. No. Well, Darius was on and they were just having a great time. And I was like, this is this is this like a is this like a post-racial America that I'm watching right, right now? Is yes, this one we of those can. things that's happening? Yeah. Like, yes, we did. And we did it. And it's great. Yeah. And cut to, cut to this week. Cut to this week. <laughs> and then Tamron has hit the high road. Sure. They, yeah, they pulled that rug right out from under her. And you know, they, they, really they sort of positioned it as her leaving the network, which good for her. I want her to have that agency. She's, she left NBC News and MSNBC. She was their mm-hmm. first black female um, tea, like daytime anchor or something like that. And she's out because Megyn Kelly's on the way. And it's not just Cameron that's gone. They canceled the whole damn hour, the nine o'clock hour. Today's take with Al Roker and Tamron Hall is over. And that is a travesty. No more. Black travesty. We're not going to see Megyn and Hootie. That's done. Hootie's out. No. She's (laughs) she's like, I'm I'm not doing any interviews with Hootie. I don't want any black people in the nine o'clock hour. I'm sure Megyn Kelly said that. Hootie was white. You didn't know. Yeah. She's like, in my world, Hootie was white. That's right. He was white anti-Santa Claus. Well, according to People Magazine, uh, Tamarin was very upset by the fact that, um, you know, her her slot was being taken away. And they announced it or told her. She found out, like, right before she went on air uh, on uh, Wednesday. Or was it her last day was Tuesday morning. So she found out right before she went on the air. And then the next day, she just quit. Now... Good for Tamara. Yeah, I Good like that. I, I appreciate that instinct in a person. Like, I've had all I can stand. I can't stand no more. Like, you're not going to make a fool out of me. I'm not going in that hole with Ann Curry like you did to her. I'm getting mm-hmm. out of here and try to stop she, me from going to another network. She said, peace out. Yeah. Now, they were, they, now, they were allegedly offering her a multi-million dollar contract to stay. Yeah, sure. To do commercials from Afghanistan like Ann Curry's <laughs> doing. Forget it. I wouldn't have taken that deal. Exactly. Where is Ann Curry? They wouldn't let her do shit. They kept her on. They gave her a contract too, but it's like you can't be on TV. Not during daytime hours when people are going to see you. Mm -hmm. They put her on the 3.30 hour. Yeah, 3.30 a.m. You can do webisodes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Good for Tamron. Yeah. She didn't need that check. I'm going to support her wherever she goes. She went ahead and did a Goodwill Angela Bassett waiting to exhale, and she pulled all that stuff from that closet, and she put it in the you know the radio flyer cart, and she didn't burn it. She no. didn't burn it. It was a symbolic she, burn. It was a symbolic burn. She gave it all the way to charity. She's Good like, burn. I don't need your clothes. 
She walked out of there with her pride. And her dignity. That's right. And a strong black woman. snap to the heavens. Um, so are you gonna are you gonna watch Megan Kelly at all when she shows up? No. Okay. Not all at right. all. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> I refuse. Yeah. I refuse. Honestly, I and like I said, I, I wasn't watching The Apprentice either. What's and neither is the, the rest of America, apparently. Oh, that's true. Just because of the whole, you know, Trump and everything. I was like, I'm oh, not sure. supporting sure, sure, executive sure. producer. But here's the thing. Okay. We have got a petty president in <laughs> commander in chief. He's just so petty. Yeah. And that's just the beginning. The, prayer breakfast. the national prayer breakfast. National prayer breakfast. Like this is a serious thing. Very serious. Like prominent figures and like religious figures throughout the world were there. Mm-hmm. So kind of just woosah and heal the world. And pray down. And, and pray and pray down and put prayers up, right? Mm-hmm. And Donald Trump asked this. They hired a big, big movie star, Arnold Schwarzenegger, to take my place. And we know how that turned out. The ratings went right down the tubes. It's been a total disaster. And Mark will never, ever bet against Trump again. And I want to just pray for Arnold, if we can, for those ratings, okay? So he asked for prayers for The Apprentice, because the ratings were horrible. Horrible. Inappropriate. Inappropriate. Horrible. Like, way to make it about yourself. He's like, and that's the Petty. last time Mark Bur- Mark Burnett bets against Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. This is the state of our union. How about right you focus there. on the job that you have right now? But listen, I, I feel like that's a smokescreen. He's still an executive producer on there. And I kind of think that this back and forth between he and Arnold are just deployed to probably try to bolster the ratings. Probably for when he comes Why? back. Because that's well, going to be a huge check. Back, I think that he maybe he, he, he thinks that by talking a lot of smack about the show maybe they'll get people to tune in to see how bad it is and maybe that'll hook them i don't know maybe maybe he probably still gets a chunk depending on how well the show performs if it like mm-hmm. is a rating success he probably gets a bonus mm-hmm. yeah because he's not about divesting himself and putting his businesses into any sort of blind trust you know that yeah. damn kid eric went to went on some international trip this week to sell um condos i forget what country he went to but it cost the taxpayers a hundred thousand dollars what yeah he went to go sell condos, I want to say, in South America. And because they had to send the Secret Service with him, and they all had to stay in a hotel, like, it, it ended up costing $100,000. Can they please do some, like, Skype business transactions? Or none. How about none? Emails. Yeah. Put all that shit on pause. Or go mm-hmm. back to being a civilian. Because there's no way you can can separate the two. Take your, take your name off of all them towers. Take your name off of all that shit, all those branding things. And just be the president or be a reality star. Mm. Don't be both. Well, apparently, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger is not the only person that Trump has bad, bad blood with or has had bad blood with, I should say. Oh, boy. Uh, Kristen Stewart was on SNL this week, and she recounted a couple uh, Twitter, uh, Twitter beefs that she had with uh, the president in chief. He stays busy The commander in chief. What, what happened with them? Well, apparently, um, Mr. President Trump had a lot to say back in 2012 about the breakup between Kristen Stewart and Robert Pattinson. Oh, <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Me too, <laughs> I guess. So basically, I, I don't have the tweets in front of me, but he was just saying that, you know, Kristen's no good. 
don't don't take her back, Rob, because she's bad news, and she'll just cheat on you again because she stinks. <laughs> and then you know, I think he sent a couple more tweets, and then I think the last tweet said something about you know the Miss Universe pageant is is happening this week in uh, you know uh, Moscow, and I have an open invitation for Robert Pattinson. He Obsessed. really loved himself. He was definitely Team Rob in that sense, and definitely against Kristen Stewart. Hmm. He must have really Not liked those Twilight movies. I guess so. Huh. Curious. But you know what? I really like Kristen's monologue in SNL because, you know, she does kind of have this too cool for school air. But uh, the monologue was really lighthearted and it made fun of that. Mm -hmm. And it kind of made me like her a little bit. Yeah, I was going to say. I thought it was a really odd choice that they had her hosting SNL because, like, I've never seen her crack a smile or even laugh, I think, in, like, her entire career. Right. I mean, she still has, like, Botox for feelings. Like, I don't get anything. She has, like, emotional... She has, like, emotional Lyme disease. Like, you know, like, she just can't. She can't smile. She can't be happy. Like, it's just kind of, like, a flat effect there. But... Yeah. Yeah. I think that that monologue kind of made me dig her a little bit. Yeah. I mean, she did drop the F-bomb. She did go ahead and... She did that, too. She did that, too. I thought she was actually pretty funny on the show. I thought they really played well to her, like, sullen self-seriousness in, a, like, mm-hmm. a funny, successful way. Yeah, I think it worked out pretty well. Yeah. Now, the standout for this week's episode was definitely Melissa McCartney. <laughs> that was everything. That I mean, was so good. Who, who I mean, did, did I mean who looked in the mirror and said that I, I can I can I can play Sean Spicer? I that's what I can do. Mm-hmm. Was it her idea or was it someone in casting? Like whoever had that idea was a genius. It was a genius. I feel like mm, it's so good. Once again, shout out to hair and makeup. Shout out SNL. to hair and makeup who gave her the high gave her that high thinning balding forehead. Mm-hmm. The magic. The pulleys and the tricks and the glue, (laughs) it all came together so perfectly. Yeah. And it was like, it's like, honestly, it's right in your wheelhouse. It's kind of so surprising because Sean Spicer basically is a Melissa McCarthy character. He's like confrontational Mm -hmm. and belligerent and like. He's got a pear shape. (laughs) Boy. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) He does. Even in those boxy suits, they try to dress for his body type, but. Right. Those big boy suits aren't hiding. Yeah. He's got a he's got a wide husky frame there that yeah. you know. Um, oh, but man. actually, you know what though? But at the end of the show, Melissa was out there on the on the on the stage, and can I say she's lost a lot of weight? She's lost a ton of she weight. She had a nice snatched waist. She was looking great. Yeah, she looks really good. Yeah, yeah. She's been in hiding. Yeah, she's been in hiding, and you know, talk about someone who kind of needed a, a, a W, like a win. She she did. I mean, she's kind of she kind of had a rough summer with Ghostbusters, and then she had that Boss movie that didn't really do all that much. And I this saw was just it classic. though. It's funny. Was it funny? <laughs> I rented it. 
it's okay, it's a funny well, rental. I didn't see it in the theater. It. You did not go to the theater for that one. No, I did not. But at a okay. red box price, it's a funny afternoon. I mean, okay. in a little like in that little homemaker wig, that little Debbie Reynolds wig, she's funny. <laughs> she was wearing a Debbie Reynolds, but did they did it, did the movie ever explain why she was wearing the high turtleneck stuff to, to hide her chin? <laughs> Did they ever explain that, or was no. that just sort of a personal choice? Suspend your disbelief. They did not address okay. that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. Well, I, I, I'll withhold any sort of, uh, you know, reservations about that movie until I actually see it. But I think that, I definitely think that this was a good look for her. I agree. And, uh, I agree. you know, kind of gave her a little extra kick for me. And yeah, she was hilarious. True story. You know, Shira is on Netflix streaming. Uh, Shira, what, Mistress of the like Universe? Princess of Power. Princess of Power, yeah, there you go. Cle- clearly, we don't have a fan here. <laughs> Couldn't remember what her thing was. I feel like I've seen He Man on Hulu. It's like Shira, catch me outside. How about that? <laughs> yeah, she has a Pegasus. I'm going to have to go revisit that too. I-, I dropped in on one of the episodes. It was kind of complicated. I don't, I don't even. I, I, this time was a little bit complicated for me. I'll be honest. I'm like, how did I ever? I was always just dazzled by all the glitter and the sparkle and the transformation. That's, That's how what they it get was you. for me. Shira. It's the like vitamins. Had me. It it's, had me. Yeah, she she flew a Pegasus or something, right? Was that mm-hmm. her? Or am I thinking of Rainbow yeah. Bright? I don't know what's no, going no, on. No, no, she had a Pegasus. She had a Pegasus. Okay, yeah, I'm definitely mm-hmm. gonna have to add those to the queue. Yeah, I'll tell you what I can yourself. remove from the queue, though, and it's that Santa Clarita diet. Delete. Yeah, I'm, I'm Delete. back on the, I'm back on carbs. Okay. Yeah, Atkins, because please. Uh, <laughs> please, that just didn't do it for me. I, I watched the first episode, and uh, I had I had kind of high hopes for this because you know Drew Barrymore's in it, and I just thought that maybe possibly this could be you know a fun little comedy, right? Yeah, but it just didn't. It didn't. It didn't work out. It had no. Well, go. What did you think about it? Uh, it's not funny. It's way too gruesome. She's like a a zombie, essentially, mm-hmm. right? She's like a, mm-hmm. a real housewife zombie or something like that. Right. Um, strangely, Timothy Oliphant is great in it. He's really funny. He's got like okay. a good sort of natural timing, and he's very watchable. Drew Barrymore is such dead weight. She's just really bad in it. No pun intended. <laughs> dead weight. Bazinga. Okay, but like, for real though, I mean like the tone was just really off. It just felt like the, all the jokes felt really forced. And you're right. Like she just didn't bring anything to the to the table at all. It yeah. just felt, yeah, it just felt like, and the thing is, is I feel like a lot of big name celebrities, like those that take shows on netflix like it's a great opportunity for them to do something that's not a movie but it's still not tv so it kind of has that sort of like indie sort of you know alternate cachet that netflix has mm-hmm. and i don't know you would just think that the caliber of this show would have been a little bit higher considering that drew barrymore was headlining it but right. it just feels really kind of just c-list I mean, this is yeah, like your exactly. run of the mill. Like, I don't know. It just, it just didn't come together for me either. I didn't, I didn't enjoy it. I mean, it feels real like girlfriend's guide to divorce level. It feels like a Bravo original comedy. Series. But it feels like a Bravo scripted. No Tino shade, but yeah, yeah. But you know what? The writing was on the wall. With like, they did a lot of heavy promo for this, and I feel like with most 
Netflix shows, they kind of just, they kind of do like a Beyonce drop and they just let people kind of discover it on their own. Mm -hmm. And then it kind of like word of mouth kind of just goes through, uh, you know, the interwebs and people start watching it with this, like Drew Barrymore was like on every single morning talk show, really talking about how like being on the show, she lost so much weight and yada, 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 and blah, blah, blah. And, um, so that, yeah, the, the thirst was really, really real on like on the promo trail. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's evident that like they were just trying to push a lot of dead weight. (laughs) Well, it did not work out and I'm sure she got paid a lot of money. Netflix pays a lot of money for everything. Uh, and it's just weird because their, their product is not always quality. It's not okay. Well, let's talk about the OA. Did you watch any of that OA series? I tried to watch the OA. Um, mm-hmm. It's not for me. It was not for me either. And like, it felt like a like a Whole Food sci fi like drama. Yeah, you know what it's I mean? Like it mysterious was and dull. Yeah, it was like oh, like Chris, Mystic Crystal. But then they and like and then when they got to the part where they were having to do the special dance moves to go into the sec the next dimension and the girl, whatever her name was, she's like throwing up the rock. And then she was doing the pterodactyl arms. I like Lady Gaga. I, right. I, I, I just, I, I just couldn't get with it. I couldn't get with it. No, no. So, couple misses for Netflix. Yeah, couple misses. Yeah. But Stranger, Stranger uh, Things season two, they just uh, put out their first promo photo for that, and the kids were in like little Ghostbusters costumes. So oh, that's nice. exciting. Nice. Do we have a release date? Or I they don't think they. I don't think they've put a release date out yet. But uh, at least they've got that going for them. OA, Santa Clarita. No, skip Mm -hmm. it. Skip it. These are like summer series. Yeah. Yeah. Most definitely. Speaking of summer series, I hear that Paula Patton is uh, doing a summer series on ABC. Mm, I have not heard this. I don't know anything about it. Yeah. So, according to Deadline, Paula Patton is going to be starring in an ABC summer drama series called Somewhere Between. Huh. Oh. Oh, right. Is it going to be like a sci-fi deal? Well, apparently it's based on like a Korean drama. And uh, she plays a news producer. And apparently like her daughter is going to be murdered. Like, but she somehow finds like, she's like kind of like, she kind of like plays like this crazy person who has like a premonition that her daughter's going to be murdered. And then it's basically, it happens. And then it's like her, you know, her mission to find the killer. I'm gonna respectfully decline to watch this series. That one, is that is that is that giving you a, an OA moment? Yeah, it is. I don't think there's any choreography in this one. No, no thanks. <laughs> uh, I understand she's a single mom now. Keep those checks coming. I respect her hustle. I'm not going to watch the show. I was gonna say, well, you put the show on uh, restriction. Yeah. Um, no visits for you from you. No, su- no supervised anything. Mm-mm. Okay. Well, there you go. Yeah. Um, speaking of mom hustles, did you hear that Ciara signed another record deal? Yeah, she signed with Warner Brothers a couple weeks ago, huh? How is that possible? I, you know what? I, I don't even think, can we even, can, can we go here? Can we discuss this? I, what is there to discuss? What really? is there to, like, we've done it. She's, she's been signed to every record label in town. I listen, Literally I'm still everyone. rooting for her. Listen, listen, I'm still rooting for her. But I can't even speculate or, nor analyze or anticipate. I can't. I'm done. Right. Sure. Fair. Fair. Uh, although, 
the only thing I can deduce from this is that Warner Records doesn't have the internet or the ability to do background checks because a quick Google search will tell you that she's been everywhere and no one can make it work. Well, I'm sure they did. A, they ran a credit check on her and there's probably <laughs> zero balance in the bank account. And they're like, you know what? We can probably sign her for like a dollar contract and you know, she's on board. She's yeah. To, she's got to, oh she's got to pay for two children. Right. They, <laughs> they signed her to one of those uh, Columbia House 10 CDs for a dollar deals. Exactly. That's how they yeah. got her. Oh, it was a reverse you, mortgage. The ones, the ones where you had to like lick the stamps of the CD, and you had to, you had to like, you remember those? You had to like put, like take the, the the stamps and stick them in the thing, and those are the CDs that you chose. Do yes, you I do remember those. I do remember those. And I sometimes I wake up in the cold sweat thinking that like BMG or Columbia House is going to come looking for that money I never gave them because I got mm. those CDs and I don't think I sent them a check. Oh, you didn't. Uh oh, see, no. Have you checked your credit score recently? <laughs> I was that 10. Was... I was 10. <laughs> There's got to be a statute of limitations. <laughs> they may be coming for you. I think my experience just updated. <laughs> I think I just got dinged. <laughs> oh, sorry. oh, man. It wasn't worth it for Jagged Little Pill. You know, I finally, finally, finally saw La La Land. Oh. Oh. How'd that and go? I know. Oh. Shout out to Lewis for last week. That was a that was a fun conversation. Yeah, that was a good conversation. Thanks. But you Lewis. know, it's really hard, you know, when you don't see many of the movies. Because I felt like part of the time I was basically like B Diddy. I was like, uh huh, uh huh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Take that, take that, take that, take that. Um, but I have seen La La Land. I am catching up on my my movie viewings. So Are you ready to weigh opinions. in? You know, I thought it was an all right movie. It was I, and I think that Emma Stone did a fantastic job. I really like Emma Stone. I like Emma Stone, and of course, you kind of root for her in that role because you know she's like the little actress that could, and she's like working at the coffee shop, and you know um, she's great. I will say though, Ryan Gosling not the right one for the role, and I think that he actually held this film back from actually soaring and being one of those like you know epic romantic musicals. Like he's too. I don't know. I just don't think he. Maybe they cast him just for kind of like you know recognizability. Well, I think they're on that like Tom Hanks, Meg Ryan. Like they like to pair them together. You know. Well, that I I think that J. Law, Bradley Cooper. This was definitely a mismatch in the sense. I mean, number one, it's a musical. I think you need someone who's a little bit more charismatic, more passionate, and he just gives you kind of like that like stone faced kind of you know. Mm-hmm. blue steel thing every single and every single shot like you know he's that like you know he's that manly man and i don't know when you're doing like a tap dance song and dance number i need a little bit more pizzazz yeah a little sh- a little more showmanship please yeah it's a musical yeah i think they would have they would have done better to cast like a nobody who would have given you you know a five six seven eight and 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 right. you know yeah, a little more pop and snap. You know, Miles but, Teller and Emma Watson were originally approached to do this movie, and they were, I guess, too demanding, so they didn't they didn't end up doing it. Hmm. And they're both hmm. hopping mad right now since La La Land is sweeping award season. Mm. But um, yeah, I but it was okay. think Emma I mean, Watson and Miles Teller would not have been the right choice either. I think Emma no, Stone. Yes, I'm not sure who we replace Ryan Gosling with somebody. You know, I will say this. And we had been talking about this gentleman earlier, but in an alternate reality, uh, I feel like you're going to say something upsetting. Had he done like less comedy bits with Jimmy Kimmel and maybe a, a, a few 
less movies with Mila Kunis, a fewer B movies with Mila Kunis. Where is this going? Justin Timberlake might have been a good idea for this. Uh, Wait, did your head just explode? No, then my head just exploded. I mean, uh, it's, not I it's not possible. I agree with you. Okay, thank you. I agree with you. Thank you. Right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. This is actually I think right in his dumb Mickey Mouse wheelhouse. This is right there. I mean, they see they went to the clubhouse with Ryan, but they got the wrong. They got the wrong musketeer. Yeah. Wow. Oh man. I'm and so it, upset. This would have been this would have been Justin's like breakout role. So yeah. you know he's somewhere probably just like furious. You know, you know yeah, like one of his uh, relaxed curls just like popped up <laughs> out of like the middle of his head. <laughs> like steam, you know, that steam just like oh laid it back. Oh my goodness, you were so right. Yeah, right. He would have kind of been amazing. You know, it could it would have been amazing and the dance the dance numbers would have been great listen i know that they allegedly rehearsed for 3 months but they were really just doing you know a tap and then a slide shuffle it wasn't right. really that intricate of of choreography in their little spectator tap shoes mm-hmm. it wasn't that it wasn't that involved now if you had Justin Timberlake in the mix different story <laughs> different situation but this is now, and that was then. I can't believe it. You and now they just fixed that movie. Yeah. Bye bye juice commercials. Bye 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 juice commercials. I'm still mad about that. You've been listening to This Dummy with David Clark and Jacob Jeffries. You can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. Join us on Facebook in our group Deep Thoughts by This Dummy. That's Thoughts T H O T S. And find us on Twitter at This Dummy Tweets. We'll see you next time. <laughs>